Perik Dala Mishnah Chav Gimel, get ready for an unbelievable insight, psychological point and teaching in the name of Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar. Al teratze es chavercha b'sha'as kaso, val tenachamenu b'sha'as shemeso muto lefanov, val tishelo b'sha'as nidro, val tishtadil eroso b'sha'as kalkaloso. Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar says, do not appease your colleague when he is angry. Do not console your friend, your colleague, in the hour that his dead lies before him. Meaning, aninus and avelus b'shashemeto mutalafanov. Do not question your friend when he makes a vow, and do not attempt to see your friend in the hour of his disgrace. This Mishnah teaches the importance of timing, of patience, of knowing what to say, how to say, and when to say something. You know, so often in life we encounter opportunities when we're in a situation, be it familial, be it social, be it professional, where there's an encounter and a dialogue and a communication and you're ready to say something and you want to say something. But be sure that it's the right time to say what needs to be said because so often in the heat of a moment, we're ready to make a comment, we're ready to write an email, we're ready to make a phone call to say something, but it's not the right time. As Rabbi Kiva famously said, Kishem shemekabel schara la drisha, kach mekabel schara la prisha. Rabbi Kiva said the same way that I'll receive a word for saying something, for elucidating something, for teaching something, for explaining something, so too I will receive a word from holding back, from being passive, from being silent, from being quiet, from being careful. That's what Rabbi Shimon is teaching us as well. Don't don't approach or appease your colleague in the hour of his anger, when somebody's upset, when something went wrong, when you see somebody's angry, that's not the time to get involved in a conversation. Have you ever seen a father lose patience or control, irrationally berates a child? Look away. Don't watch. Don't talk to the parent then. If you see somebody in such a predicament, in such a situation, run for your life. That's not a time to talk to somebody. Or if you see that somebody's angry and upset at you, know full well whether that's the appropriate time to speak to that person and to have a conversation. Maybe it needs a few hours. Maybe it needs a few days. Maybe if that person wrote you an email, a text, or whatever form of communication that it was, it was done bishas kaso. Maybe that's not the time to respond. Or maybe if you're upset and you're in an angry or you're in not a good mood, that's not the time to speak to somebody or to have a conversation with somebody. Often, we have this conflict and this communication and this difficulty. There's a time to comfort somebody. And there are words that can be used properly and appropriately. But you have to know what to say and how to say. And so often, at what we refer to as a nicham avelim or a shiva call, you could hear somebody say something that is so inappropriate. Ah, oh, it's good that they passed when they did because, or they lived such a good life, or don't feel bad, or this is what Hashem wanted. Those all might be true. But you have to know how to say it, when to say it. Should you say it before they bury their dead? Should you say it on the first day of Shiva? Or should you say it even on the seventh day of Shiva during Shloshim or during the first year? Maybe you should never say it. There are times in life when the meso is always mutulafanov, when a person is always feeling pained by a loss. You have to know what to say and how to say. As we all are aware, one of the greatest things we could do before we're Menachem Avel, before we enter somebody's house to be 
comfort them or before we speak to them on the phone or whatever the situation may be, you have to make sure that you're prepared. You know the situation. You want to be Menachem and Avil? It depends if it's a spouse that was lost, a child or a lady that was lost, a parent that was lost, a sibling that was lost. Every situation must be deemed differently and every situation has to be thought about, considered and thought very, very carefully about. And the same thing is true in the third point in the Mishnah, when somebody makes a nether, a vow, that means they're in a moment of passion. They're feeling strongly, powerfully about something. They are unable to hear anything. Because when I vow, when I promise, when I make a statement with such fervor, I'm vowing something, I'm promising something, stay away. Because that means that they've made up their mind. And when somebody makes up their mind, you have to know that's often not the time to tell them what to do, how to do it, or to change their mind. You have to be very carefully. Know what you're saying and how to say it. And the same thing is true with the last statement. Don't attempt to see somebody in the hour of his disgrace. Imagine somebody suffers bankruptcy. Imagine somebody lost their job. Imagine somebody's in a hardship, in a difficulty. They're forced to move. Or they're going through a difficult divorce. So you have to know whether you should see that person in their time of disgrace. Is it appropriate? Why are you seeing them? Are you seeing them to uplift them? Or are you seeing them simply to see them when they're down and out and you're stronger and you're better? You have to know when to talk to somebody, when to set up a meeting. Is it the right time for a conversation? Is it not the right time for a conversation? This is such a critical Mishnah in talking about mitzvot spain adam lechavero. When somebody is happy, so you gladden them. Are you just as joyous to pick up the phone to wish somebody mazel tov upon a great event that took place in their life? They have that excitement, enthusiasm. Call them up on the phone because that's the time that they want to hear from you. If somebody wants to share their simcha with you, listen to them. And if somebody is unable to share it, go run after them to share that simcha with them. And vice versa, at a difficult point, know and think and consider and contemplate when is the right time to share words of comfort and make sure not to approach somebody in the time of disgrace. And Parsha Sashavua, Parsha Shoftim, we see something fascinating as the Torah tells us that when they set up the the Gemara says in Mesachas Makos that the Gemara tells us that there were places and tags and signs set up all the time for people to know where they're going, where the Ari Mikla was. Make a right, make a left, go straight, go back. The Ari Miklot was in six different places, three places on the northern side of Eretz Yisrael and on the other bank of Eretz Yisrael, on the east and the south side of Eretz Yisrael. And the Gemara tells us that it was set up in such a way that nobody who was a murderer accidentally would be in a position to ask somebody, how do I get to the Ir Miklat? Because that would be terribly embarrassing because somebody would then know that you're a murderer, albeit accidental. So therefore, the Gemara tells us that those posts were set up in such a way where nobody would ever be embarrassed to ask because if you're going to ask where to go, they're going to know. Thus, the depth of Chazal teaches us that you have to be so careful, so cautious to make sure to know how to speak to somebody and sometimes you shouldn't speak to somebody. As in the case of the Ir Miklat, that's not the right time to talk to such a person. As opposed, say the Mephoshim, when it comes to Aliyah Laregel, the mitzvah of pilgriming to the Beis HaMikdash, Shavuos, Pesach, and Sukkot, there were no signs. There was no place stating where to go and how to go. Why? Because then we want the people to talk to each other, to communicate, to be involved in a conversation because there's excitement, enthusiasm. People should talk to each other and build up the opportunity to be Ola Laregel. 
So thus we see the wisdom of Chazal and the wisdom of the Torah, that there are times that you can't talk, and there are times that you shouldn't approach somebody. Let that person go to the Yermikla, the city of refuge, because they're embarrassed. They don't want anybody to know their situation. The posts are up, just get there. Don't look, allow that person to get where they need to go, and don't bother, don't disturb, and don't get involved in a troubling time in their life. As opposed to a time of joy, of simcha, we're being ola la regal, we're going to the base of Mikdash, we're excited, we're going to bring the karbanos, we're going to be social. Where do I go? How do I get there? Where are the directions? Let's share in the joy and the enthusiasm and the excitement. That is what this Mishnah is teaching us. Let's think and let's com- contemplate how to talk to somebody, when to talk to somebody. Be patient. Think twice before you send that email. Think twice before you send the text. Think twice before you pick up the phone call. But think twice that I should make that phone call. I should do something appropriate and proper, but use your words carefully. Words are so powerful. They could kill or they could create life. The Lashon of a Ben Adam, the Ruach Memalala, we have such power with the words that we use and the way that we communicate and how we choose and use the words that we do. Let's listen cautiously and carefully to the words of this Mishnah, knowing how to speak, when to speak, who to speak to, and when to speak to them. And through this message and lesson, we will be able to powerfully influence others, help others, communicate with others, and connect with others. Hatzlacha, Hatzlacha, Hatzlacha.